0: Go ahead, get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, this is episode 70, and I am very grateful and uh, you know, humbled uh, to make it this far in the podcasting world. Um, shout out to my few hundred listeners, um, keep rocking with me. I appreciate y'all, and I appreciate the feedback, and I f- uh, appreciate all the love and support. And, um, you know, we're just going to keep rocking until we hit 700, 7,000, or 7 million. We'll see what happens, whichever uh, comes first. And I get that huge uh, uh, check from Viacom or something like that. So we'll see what happens. All right, so let's go ahead and... um throw some images up on that summer jam screen uh see what sticks and see if y'all like any of them Uh, i guess first things first uh everybody saw popeyes was trending and we thought there was a new five dollar box that was about to be released but actually restaurants uh brand international uh, bought out popeyes Uh, they also own uh tim hortons and burger king I don't know why you would call your company restaurants brand international. You only own two restaurant chains, but now it's three. Um, only thing I know is I don't want to. You know I don't want any hot dogs being served at Popeyes, and I don't want Popeyes to start serving those bum ass uh, Burger King fries. Um, they're just horrible. I don't know what happened in the past few years, but why? Burger King got these thick ass fries now It's you know, I don't want homemade fries. Give me some thin fries with a bunch of chemicals on them. Um, And then, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Popeyes can uh, help Burger King out and offer a delicious chicken sandwich. Uh, But I I do not want any kind of Cheeto chicken Popeye fries, you know, popping up any place i don't want nothing crazy happening just leave popeyes alone let them cook and uh just take the brand internationally internationally i'm just kind of worried about um some weird shit happen when happening with popeyes as long as they don't change the recipe of that chicken and them biscuits is uh thicker than a dr model i'll be all right you know just keep those the same and you know will be okay maybe ask some desserts or something like that you know i'll give you that but don't fuck with them recipes for the chicken or the biscuits and then we'll be a-okay um i'm a little bit up under the weather been fighting a cold since uh, late last week um i don't know if it was just the weather changing or i don't know if something happened but fighting i think is like a sinus infection flu-like symptoms so if i sound a little A little little tired and fatigued, you know, please don't be too mad at me. But you still getting this work, though. Um, So just bear with me. Um, Let's see here. uh, Your man's uh, the Cheeto in Chief, President Trump. Uh, His uh, Mar-a-Lago trips are costing taxpayers about $10 million. And if he continues in a year's time, he will beat Obama's cost of $97 million on his trips over the two terms. He will beat that by the end of 2017. And back in 2012, uh, the uh, Orange Sponge tweeted that former President Obama's trips were costing taxpayers millions of dollars. So this is nothing but pot and kettle, my friend, pot and kettle, because they need added security, um, you know, since it's down in Florida to guard the coast when he's down there and uh, all this staff. And he's going down there every weekend and he's only been president for uh what 33 days something like that 35 days and he's already taking vacation so that just shows how unfit this man is for the job and speaking of unfit and shit that's going on last week we had a uh, a trump free episode but i really wanted to talk about the um executive order that he uh implemented that's going to create a new task force This geared towards reducing crime, which is a fucking jig right there. But the task force is basically, uh, bless you, is supposed to reduce crime and uh, is headed by the attorney general. And we all know who the attorney general is. And this is just going to be a shit show. So the attorney general is going to lead this task force in reducing crime. And the first target is Chicago. Um, but the jig, the reason that I say it's a jig is because they're hiding behind reducing crime, but crime has been down since the late nineties, well up in today, there was a small spike around 2005, but with crime going down and at times reaching at times during you know, from the late nineties up until present, um, there, there's some, in some years, it was like a 40 year low, you know, like back in 2010. And then um, according to uh, Gallup, uh, Gallup poll, Americans still feel even after all these years and looking at data and things like that, they still feel that crime is on the rise and that the thought process, you know, they're not actually checking facts and data. They're just watching the news day in and day out. Uh, You know reading the papers and shit like that So that gives the impression that America You know has really experienced a high crime wave Than the previous year So every year the Gallup does this poll You know it's a higher number Like 60 something percent of Americans That they poll You know out of the the pool that they poll 60 plus percent of them Believe that uh, crime is going up And it's far from that Like we're experiencing record lows in crime uh, despite what they're saying about um, you know Chicago and black on black crime and shit like that, I mean you can even check out the uh, the data on uh, BrennanCenter.org, and that's uh, via the New York University School of Law. And then there's numero numerous articles you know by The Atlantic, Huffington Post, etc. You know they ran articles over the past couple years about the low crime wave. So now we'll have a new task force wasting the taxpayer money trying to lower crime which is already at record lows and then harming black starting with the city of chicago if you know anything about chicago you know it's that it's a very corrupt local government in place i mean you just look at the power the mayor has and they use a strong mayor system and that basically means that the uh, mayor acts as president of the city um and the city council is the congress of the city so to speak so he can pretty much make moves You know, all damn day how he wants to and the city council really can just be like, oh, well, we don't condone it, but we can't do shit about it in situations like that. And you look at um, you look at, you know, their current mayor now and just how he left the Obama camp to become to run for mayor of Chicago because it's such a powerful position and a lot of people say you know like LA Chicago and I think there's a couple more cities I believe maybe New York um, they use a strong mayor system Uh, they say a lot of those mayors even have more power than the damn governor of the state so you know they can choose their executives and uh they really don't have to go through the city council for nominations and shit like that and um it has there doesn't have to be any kind of agreements like hey i appointed this person to be head of treasury and all this other stuff or finance and um city public works and things like that and um so you got a strong mayor system in a corrupt city um you know uh you know one bad it can ruin the whole damn city. So you got a strong mayor system, uh, where a mayor has as much power as the president does over a city, uh, so to speak. Just to put it in you know simplest terms, and um, special interest groups. You know they can basically come to the mayor directly in a strong mayor uh you know in a strong mayor system and basically just influence him directly as opposed to trying to uh plead their case in front of the city council with many members and then they say you know yay or nay on whatever they're proposing you know it is you know you have a better chance of corruption not you know uh, polluting so many people Uh, but this is just one person that you gotta influence in a strong mayor system And it's just like, hey, we need uh, more cops out on the street, yada, yada, yada. And you need to buy this kind of um, uh, bulletproof vest from this company and things like that. So you'll have that going on. So then they'll create the whole fake crime wave going on. And then you have the whole thing in Chicago with uh, uh, Homan Square, you know, that's, that's basically a local black site. Um, that Chicago law enforcement, uh, is a, a warehouse, you know, they used to torture and hold suspects, you know, or just regular ass black folks. And, you know, lawyers hate it because, you know, they'll have like you, you lawyered up and you're facing a case or something like that. And you, or you got a lawyer on retainer and you get arrested and you know the your family or your your lady see or your homeboy see you get arrested like hey i just called my lawyer you know what i'm saying you getting put in the back of the squad car and uh the lawyer goes down to the police station and they're like no we didn't pick up double we didn't pick up a double at all and then he's like oh fuck he's at a uh, Homan square where basically he getting the shit beat out of him and his constitutional rights are being violated so they don't put you in the system when they take you down to Homan square And um, basically they just beating the shit out of you And they'll hold you for, you know, up to a whole last day And then just let you back out on the street like nothing happened So you got that going on and you're wondering, you know, when will they shut that down But, you know, the mayor is, you know, pretty much in bed with the chief of police and all this other shit And he really don't give two fucks, you know And um, then you also, you had numerous stories what's going on in chicago like people was uh were reporting that they would just find a crate of guns chilling in alleys you know near gang territories and then um so you just have a whole corrupt system in chicago and then they're using that as you know that black folks out here wilding and things like that, but they never tell you about the good that people like the Defenders are doing in Chicago, and they're not, you know, using that money for this task force to create jobs programs or after school programs for kids so they won't get wrapped up in bullshit. Because when you got that lull of time after school from let's say from like three thirty to maybe like six thirty before like your parents get home from work or some shit and you ain't got shit to do you got homework but you ain't really trying to do it or the local rec center is closed because of funding and shit like that you just gonna go hang out on the block with uh ogs and just get into some stupid shit you know especially you know when you're a, a teen you know 13 14 15 16 17 You just doing dumb shit because you really don't know any better. So you just trying to kill time, you know, before your folks get home. And a lot can happen in them three hours, three and a half hours from when you out of school and when you got to be home. You know, you know, your folks going to be home at a certain time. So you just out here doing all kind of dumb shit. You know, you it's just you, you fucking stupid at that age. So if there's no after school programs or no job training programs and things like that. For once you when you get out of school and you don't have the option to go to college. You know, you gonna be like, hey, I could get these packs off. You know, make a little bit of money to be fresh and put a roof up over my head or put some uh, groceries in the fridge for my folks. You know, I'm gonna do that. You know, so it it just seems like it's gonna be a waste of time. And you know, I said in previous shows that um, with the Obama administration, they were basically going to focus on. Um, you know, getting people up out of prisons and things like that, nonviolent offenders. but you know, uh President Trump ran on a whole law and order thing. so it looks like that shit is just about to be reversed. So they're gonna be locking brothers and sisters up left and right, and with black women becoming a growing number of of uh, of um prisoners, you know, unlawfully. Uh, it's, it's going to be very dangerous for, you know, these sisters out here, which is going to be a sad sight to see. So we do need to combat this in some some way, somehow. And uh, I'm still trying to figure that out to tell you the truth, to tell you the guys honest truth, because, you know, in situations, even though when crime is down, they'll figure out how to criminalize something that black folks like to do. <coughs> Just like when you had um all those black folks coming up out of slavery and then you had the black cloak codes or the slave codes going on and um, they would tell um, I'm sorry for coughing like that but um they would get black folks for uh being vagrants you know just being out on the corner like hey how come you ain't working you would be arrested for that then you had later down the line the whole Jim Crow segregation thing uh, you're in a white space. You can't be here. You're arrested. And then you had the whole um the whole crack cocaine thing in the 80s, which is uh, amazing because uh, uh Pablo Escobar's son uh, came out recently and said that his dad worked for the CIA. And I actually believe that I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And they helped basically, you know, flood. You know, Florida and the West Coast with drugs. You know, flooded them up, kept bringing them up through South America, up through Mexico, or even straight through off the Panama uh, edge of Panama, coming up to um, the, the the south southern end of Florida, to flood the East Coast, and then you know, go up through Mexico to come up through um, what is that, New Mexico, up through Arizona, and then travel through uh, over to the West Coast. And uh, I believe it wholeheartedly Because you've seen what happened with the Iran-Contra thing um, That happened They were using, you know, uh, drug money From, uh, basically tied in from what was happening on the west coast With Freeway Rick Using some of that money to basically um, Fund uh, cartels down there And fund a war down there To try to overthrow the government Um, So It's it's crazy and I I believe it all the way It's just how um, some folks were talking about Frank Lucas was working with the feds To bring all that heroin over in the late 70s Um, Then you see how Freeway Rick uh, Freeway Ricky Ross brought all that cocaine in And he really didn't have a plug It just uh, kind of showed up one day You know he had a, a, a South American Connect But that South American Connect set him up after he came home from prison from doing all that time he set him up you know by trying to get uh freeway back at freeway rick back in the game so that guy was an informant the whole time working with the feds so uh, i absolutely believe that so that's what you had with the 80s and 90s you had this whole war on drugs but the government was actually in on that the cia and i believe the fbi and you also can see that over in the middle east when you got uh troops or um agents cia agents guarding poppy fields over there in the middle east and they're actually you know uh funding some of these uh these uh poppy fields uh, uh farmers you know with uh, government uh money and shit like that so you had that going on and then you had them um what they do the stop and frisk in the late 90s early 2000s and uh you know right now what they're going to try to do is You know, I've seen there was a proposed bill for um, uh, having people arrested or uh, getting a citation for sagging pants. And then you have those Blue Lives Matter laws being passed, talking about um, if you... uh, do something to a cop resist arrest or assault a cop is going to be considered a hate crime and you know these cops can lie about anything they can just try to pull you over like hey where are you going you like hey am i being detained no and then all of a sudden try to go about your business and like why are you resisting arrest and all this other shit and then they'll try to get you for resisting arrest and then with the blue lives matter bill being passed in some states um then you'll be charged with a hate crime on top of that so Um, on top of, you know, this whole task force, a special task force that's about to be initiated. Then you got the uh, ICE agents, you know, running up in these spots, getting these, uh, these illegal immigrants who've been here for 10, 20 years. So now you got these, uh, detention centers are going to start popping up all over the country. But like I said in the past, uh, podcast before, these detention centers are only just going to operate like a private-owned prison some of these private-owned prisons some have been shut down but they're also going to be used by uh ICE agents to detain illegal immigrants so it's a whole jig so it's basically we're going to criminalize anything a person of color do specifically black folks and uh you know try to get them back in that labor force uh to work for free and it's just some bullshit It's just straight up off rip It's some bullshit They're going off the, the pose of The crime is at an all time high And they keep trying to use Chicago As a uh, as a means And like I said Chicago is corrupt um, You can go to MelanoidNation.org And look at that story about How uh, there was a drive by shooting and, and the video shows the guy Looked like a damn undercover cop You know committing a drive by And you know there's so many dirty cops there even all over the country, but specifically in Chicago, just off the strength of the Homan uh, Square warehouse there, it, it's a, it operates like a CIA black site, they take people there, lock them up, beat the shit out of them, try to co- coerce a confession out of them and shit like that, and then deny lawyers from actually seeing their clients so what makes you think that they won't be out here front like they gang bangers and uh just hitting drive-bys you know uh to you know get more money and more overtime to you know start paying bills or to shake down drug dealers and shit like that or quote unquote gang organizations but a lot of these young gangs now is just little dusty niggas looking for a high they don't even have money like that anymore to keep it all the way a buck fifty with you so it's just some just some bullshit going on and uh you know, we got to figure out a way to combat this. We really do. And we, do, we can't go into the gas chamber quietly. I should I should say, you know, and then, you know, how do you know, with Chicago being the uh, the model of crime and uh, being victimized and targeted by President Trump. How do these uh, these Negroes act or respond for uh, Monday was President's Day, but they called it not my President's Day. There was Negroes in Chicago dancing in the street while they were marching and protesting. And like I said before, we need to get past step one, which is marching and protesting. We have to organize legally and start putting money up and start going to these courts and getting lawyers on our side to fight that good fight. And I was sad to see that there were numerous protests going around the country and it was just people dancing and twerking in the streets. And um, a lot of those people looked like me. And um, that ain't going to work anymore. We can't be out in the streets dancing and shucking and jiving and playing around and goofing around. Because, I mean, look at go back and look at Ferguson. Remember when they had the curfew and the bright? they had the bright idea to to. Um, to would defy the curfew by playing fucking double dutch in the street they said they think it's a game so we gonna play games in the street and that was the goofiest shit ever and people are still catching hell uh from the cops and all this other nonsense so we really need to cut the bullshit out you do the whole protest and shit like that to gain attention but then that's when you lawyer up and you head to the courts and try to holler at a federal judge to you know get some shit done and uh, we need to just stop trying to be cute in front of the cameras. So, but I think that's all I got for the uh, Summer Jam screen. So, Hope, what you got to say? Yeah. Don't be the next get tested on that Summer Jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke
1: rocks.
0: All right. So, moving on to selling hope like dope. Uh, I guess uh, we, we had a few instances this week and last week where uh, that. uh Rainbow Coalition was looking pretty funny in the light. Uh, let's see here. First things first, uh, James Charles, the cover girl male model, the cover boy, um, who you know basically uh, speaks and acts like a black woman. Uh, this is the first male cover model for cover girl, uh, makeup tutorials and all this other shit. He was a uh, uh, talking a little slick about Africa and uh, Ebola and you know people called him out on his bullshit and he basically you know he didn't apologize about it and uh, he was uh, you know being sassy about it so uh, help me out my uh, fellow uh people or my intersectionalists, or whatever you want to call yourselves um, this rainbow is looking very funny in the light um, like I said before have said it many a times uh just because somebody's sexual orientation is different uh does not excuse them from being a bigot uh you know he uh should have apologized for the the uh, bigoted statement that he made on twitter but he did not and uh he kept you know uh pouting off at the lips and uh he's pretty much about to ruin his career i hope with uh black folks and um for them to stop fucking with covergirl You know if they don't do anything about that we uh, have to start holding these people to the flame You know cause uh, a lot of these jokes uh, You know that they, they claim is just jokes Are really deep down how they feel That's how they really gauge each other too uh, That's how uh, a lot of white folks like to See if another white person is on that white supremacist tip with them You know they'll if they're in a room together They'll tell a racist joke to kind of gauge And see where that person is at um so we gotta nip this shit in the bud we really do um so on top of james uh charles trying to be cute and sassy talking about africa and ebola talking about he hope he doesn't get it or something to that extent um let's see what else is going on your man's uh milo yiannopoulos uh however you want to pronounce his last name uh the greek freak uh he was uh basically he uh He's uh he he's on the downslope right now, um, and no, it wasn't because of his uh, sexist remarks or his uh his racist rhetoric or not even his uh, transphobic remarks to a trans student when he was speaking at a university, uh, but he's falling off because it actually came to the light, and this is what a lot of older folks, um, older straight folks have a fear of, you know, when um uh, they see you know a lot of. Uh, older gay men wanting to be like scout leaders and shit like that is their fear is that they're trying to turn these young boys out and uh so milo made a comment on a podcast talking about that there really isn't and i'm not quoting verbatim but he was basically saying that there's nothing wrong with an older man seducing or turning out you know a young teenage boy like a 13 year old you know that's that's basically what kind of sank shit in the bud then he was joking about um how one of his catholic priests taught him how to suck dick and all this other crazy shit and he was he was joking but he was being dead ass serious about his comments about older men um bringing in uh young boys into their uh coming of age and teaching them how to be a proper gay lover and all this other shit like that and um He ended up uh, stepping down from his uh, job as a tech editor at uh, Breitbart, the uh, racist publication. He also was about to, uh, he lost his publishing deal with uh, Simon & Schuster. Uh, they backed away from that. So even though after he was talking crazy about women, that didn't do it. Talking crazy about black folks and other people of color, that didn't do it. Talking crazy about uh, trans uh, transgender people, that didn't do it. So him, uh, you know, lusting after young boys and saying nothing was wrong with older men being with young boys, uh, that that did it. That was the icing on the cake, I guess. That's where, you know, corporate America kind of. Like, oh, no, no, you can offend everybody else over the age of 18, but don't fuck with the kids. So um, and then he was supposed to be a uh, uh, headlining speaker at a conservative conference and they backed away, too, because of his uh, statements. And uh, this man was just a real-life trolling, and it came to the light of, you know, what his message really was. You know, he was just trolling to get attention and probably wanted to use his power and fame, I think, to seduce young young boys. You know, that's what I think. But that just, um, his actions and him speaking about that kind of uh, brings up more fears that a lot of, you know, older straight folks have, you know, in regards to um gay males and and being in a leadership position over boys and things like that they have that fear of that that uh that person in a position of power you know seducing these boys you know raping them or turning them out and things like that um So, you know, he you know, this this rainbow is looking very funny in the light with these two instances. And then we have a third instance. You had um, Candace Wiggins, former WNBA player. She was talking to a San Diego newspaper and she said that she caught hell throughout her career because she was a straight woman and she didn't act like a man. Uh, She said that, uh, you know, uh, not not teammates, but opposing teams would try to hurt her. Um, there was bullying going on in the locker room. She wouldn't specify, but she does have a book uh, coming out in a few months or later on this year where she'll talk about instances like that. And she said that she thinks that 98 percent of the WNBA is, you know, is gay. And she said that, uh, you know, even though she, you know, she's a straight woman and she acted like a woman that bothered so many people in the league, you uh, teammates to uh, rivals it bothered them so much because she didn't act like you know like a male or try to act like or imitate you know nba players so that's three instances right there where that that rainbow is looking very funny in the light looking very funny in the light and this you know so many of our people black folks you know they get confused um you know when a gay white man come over sashaying and Speaking like a sassy, overweight black woman And, um, you know, they think it's all good and shit And then you find out, you look at some of his tweets Or something that you think is a friend or a Facebook profile pic Or a Facebook profile, I should say And you see all this racist rhetoric that they have on there And you're surprised And it's just like And then you you have people confused uh, Who think that uh, Milo wasn't racist Because he had a black boyfriend you know it's shit look at slave owners i mean shit they were laying down with they uh laying down with their slaves men and women you know so but oh they weren't racist at all so uh you have to stop being confused uh because a person can still be a fucking bigot and lay down with somebody of the opposite race you know and um This just shows that, you know, you have to gauge and understand a lot of people. You can't just jump to conclusions just because you fought their fight. They're not going to fight yours. You know, black folks out here, you know, uh, swinging that flag left and right. You look at the Black Lives Matter. What was it back in summer 16 or maybe summer 2015? They was the head of the uh, San Francisco gay parade out here hooting and hollering all this other stuff. And I don't, you know. It is what it is. And you look at the website and, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter is talking about helping everybody except straight black men. So, um, you know, we really have to get off this whole intersectionality kick. And, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, the phrase was and is Black Lives Matter. And that does include everybody that's black everybody that's black is catching hell but you up here want to fight other people's fighting you don't want you want to be a shotgun blast and not a rifle you need to be a rifle a sniper rifle and zone in on your target and your target should be trying to get justice you know for all black folks that's what it should be instead of you know spreading out like a goddamn shotgun blast from you know 300 yards away you ain't about to hit shit but spread yourself thin you know and you out here fighting everybody else's fight but then when it's time to fight yours everybody's phone is on do not disturb you know so it's just something to think about uh that rainbow like i said is looking very funny in the light with these instances you had james charles the uh cover boy uh, acting a damn fool you had milo milo however you pronounce his name he was you know talking he can talk greasy and crazy all day about other groups but as soon as he was told told his true intentions that you know he don't see nothing wrong with old men seducing young 13 year olds then that's when you know they start cutting them checks from underneath them then you had candace wiggins catching hell for being a straight woman uh you know in the wnba which is sad it's sad to see um, you know somebody so talented like her uh, to you know come out and say that she called hell. Um, so yeah, y'all just selling hope like dope, you know. And this should be a wake up call to people of color, specifically black folks, to you really try to gauge and understand the folks before you start jumping on the bandwagon to save them, you know. So quit just being so damn trusting. This portion of do rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L. As in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right. So holding the L this week on, uh, what was it, Monday at 924 a.m., uh, NYCT Subway, the official MTA uh, Twitter um, page uh, for the New York City Subway tweeted out, now vending in select stations supreme branded metro cards and it posted a gif of the metro card with the supreme logo on the back and if you don't know what supreme is it's basically a, 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 a skateboarding brand that started back in 94 and it's just real popular for the been popular for the past what uh Seven, eight years, really been getting popular and uh, man, the hype beasts are out. So the NYPD had to be down in the subway stations basically manning the the lines or managing the crowds of uh, hype beasts who were out there (laughs) basically waiting in line to buy a Supreme branded Metro card, which is the card you use to swipe to get on the subway. And uh, this is the goofiest shit I've ever seen. They're next to the Supreme brick. They uh, actually dropped some bricks. Uh, a literal brick that had the Supreme logo on it and folks were going uh, crazy for them. And this reminds me of uh, the old uh, Deezus vs. Merrill shows on uh, Complex on YouTube when uh, Deezus said that he he won't be surprised if uh supreme drops a uh, cotton gin next so um everybody who did went out there and stood in line and you now you selling them up on ebay for 50 to 75 dollars i mean i guess cook but if you actually buy a metro car for 75 bucks um, you need to hold this l and it's going to be supreme branded um, I will brand it right on the bottom With the word supreme With the uh, red background With the white block lettering Just to let you know that it's official And uh, I'm not going to give it to you I'm going to sell it to you For $283 That's all And you can probably sell it on eBay For about $750 So go ahead and hold this L
1: You win Perfect <laughs>
0: all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes you know we are recording on this fine tuesday uh as i always do and release it on um, excuse me wednesday morning uh so it's the 21st and it's the 52nd anniversary of the death of malcolm x so we have to you know really shout out to that brother for all the work that he put in and the leadership that he showed and uh The righteousness and the path that he walked showing uh, what it means to be a revolutionary and uh, to, you know, really do your homework and study and uh, to represent a people. Um, A lot of people don't know that, you know, Malcolm was a a hardcore feminist and uh, he often objected, you know, to to the orthodox rules for women in the mosque. And that was ultimately the reason that he left uh, was Doing part to basically you know the sexual harassment and misconduct of uh the leader of uh, the honorable elijah muhammad you know him uh knocking up those young secretaries and not taking care of the babies and stuff like that and not giving the women a chance to testify you know bringing them on bringing him on trial nobody wanted to do that uh, you know in the black muslim movement you know uh if there was any kind of conflict they would have a trial and things of that sort. but they just you know wrote those women off and said that they were lying and Malcolm found out for himself that they weren't lying and you know it was one of those things on top of the banning him from what he said about the chickens coming home to roost when JFK was assassinated you know they barred him from speaking for I think it was what 30 days or 90 days and then on top of that uh, with the uh, whole sexual assault you know uh, with those young secretaries and sexual misconduct uh, it was too much for Malcolm and he just left so um, my brother was the real deal he was the total package he was a fighter and uh, you know ultimately that's what got him killed you know he really did walk that path of righteousness uh, he believed in his religion and he believed in Uh, Black folks even more You know like you said in the beginning of the Ballad of the Bullet You know um, You know put your religion in your closet Because you know they ain't beating you Because you you know you're a Muslim Or a Christian They whooping your ass and discriminating against you Because you're black And uh, that's what we really need to get back to And that's what has got us confused today So um, shout out to that brother Malcolm And uh, you know We're just going to move on to uh, The last segment of the show Um, Health over wealth, and you know what I say Without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth And this quote is actually going to come from Brother Malcolm I'm sorry I'm cutting this show a little bit short But I'm still sick as a dog And, you know, it's killing me talking so much But uh, this quote comes from uh, Malcolm X And he says, uh, and in my opinion The young generation of whites, blacks, browns uh, Whatever else there is You're living in a time of extremism a time of revolution a time when there's got to be a change people in power have misused it and now there has to be a change and a better world has to be built and the only way it's going to be built is with extreme methods and i for one will join in with anyone don't care what color you are as long as you want to change this miserable condition that exists on this earth um very uh very telling and very uh very true to these times that we live in right now with so much uh blatant discrimination going on i mean you see uh where there's uh, muslims being harassed black folks catching hell um just recently uh there was a in st louis at a jewish cemetery there was over a hundred headstones knocked over uh from some anti-semites and uh it's getting ugly you know and i know president trump came out to speak against the you know to condemn those who uh who uh, kicked over those headstones and shit like that but he ran on a campaign of hate so what do you expect to happen you know and um, it was all a con game you know he gave a bunch of you know white folks uh you know uh people to blame for their problems which was you know the mexicans and then you know uh, other people of color uh, on top of that you know that's what he ran on his whole campaign was basically building a wall and uh repealing obamacare you know he basically told folks that you know i'm gonna get rid of obamacare you know so your taxes to go down yada 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 but a lot of these poor folks did have obamacare but they thought it was the affordable care act and it's the same damn thing and so now you see so many of these articles coming out about these trump voters having uh voters remorse and i do not feel sorry for either one of them any of them none of them and um you know it's an ugly situation that we in but uh you know it's really going to be a test to our character and we really have to continue to fight the good fight. And it's, uh, you know, one step at a time. But we have to get past step one. You know, we need to stop. And now I'm speaking to black folks right now. We really have to stop protesting and dancing in these damn streets. You know, we got to let these other groups, you know, fend for themselves. We need to, you know, get together and create this super pack, And we need to get ready for these 2018 elections. That's what we really need to get ready for. And then ultimately get ready for 2020. Uh, you know uh, The next presidential election And we really need to get our economic game on In order so we won't be out here begging Folks you know And uh, pleading for our lives We'll have an economic power base An economic base to uh, You know back up uh, What we need to get done So uh, that's all I got for y'all this week uh, Much love and respect to y'all I love y'all as always And thanks for listening And I will see y'all next week
1: Niggas on the track, boom, that's just the name of the song. It's whatever this nigga said, his work. last word was, we do it, put it down. Sleeping on me, this should wake you up. turn all my hoes that me breaking up. turn all these niggas that they're friends from. Feeling from me, we can fend it up. Got it, let in the city now. These niggas with a different sound Everybody try to call it now I feel like I'll never call you now No hesitation to cross over You catch me out but I'm not sober You think she good but she fooled you She ride a dick like a snooper She get the bust on her shoulders She got the brain like a tortoise But she hurt my, like my brain like a tumor Why you think I gave a to you? Yeah? Us, we the divers see each other shining. So i am with the diamonds. Our time's coming, perfect timing. Do you believe in the government? Do you believe why the fuck shit? They doubled the eyes we be in. Don't believe really lies in the media. Don't see no leaders we need in Get a world something beautiful. I don't wanna preach in my music, but I gotta teach in my music. Dress it up, reach in my music. A visionary gon' use it. Somebody gotta use it. This is more than just music. I wake you up. Tell all my hoes that we breaking up. Told all these niggas that they fakies from. Feeling froggy, we can fade it up. Got it, let me in the city now. Hit these niggas with a different sound. Everybody try to call it now. I feel like i would never put you now No hesitation to cross over. You catch me out, but I'm not sober. You think she good, then she fooled you. She ride a dick like a snooper. She get the bustin' like shoulders. She got the brain like a tortoise. But she hurt my brain like a tumor. Why you think I gave a toy ya?
0: That's the main reason I be by myself. Hit these boys with the Heisman. Don't you worry about where I been. Hate these niggas that just make excuses tell them about it. So it's all about the timing. We ain't got no damn timing. Why you think I'm putting time in? Niggas be mixing this rap up with real life. Oh oh. Now they struggle, you got options. What do that feel like? Oh oh. Come about the house, niggas step in this field
1: life.
0: Used to have dreams of taking over cities. Now I'm aiming higher, but I still might. Still might.
1: Niggas that they fake as fuck, fake as fuck and we can fake it up Got a lady like in the city now, hit these ladies with a different sound and Everybody try to call it now, I feel like I would never put you now No hesitation, I cross over, you catch me, out, but I'm not sober You think she good? then she fooled you. she ride her dick like a suber She get to bustin' her shoulders, she got the brain like a tortoise. But she hurt my brain like a tumor, why you think I gave her to ya?